Welcome to the Rebel Speaker Podcast, where we break the tried and true presentation rules so that you can create a speech that stands out, makes an impact, and positions you as the go-to expert. And now your host, the instigator of the presentation rebellion, Dr. Michelle Mazer. Hey, 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 welcome to episode 34 of the Rebel Speaker Podcast. This is your host, the leader of the Presentation Rebellion, Dr. Michelle Mazer. And today we are continuing our series on public speaking pet peeves, what to do about them. Today's pet peeve is something that I feel passionately about. I agree with the words of Sally Hogshead when she says, stand out or don't bother. So today's pet peeve is all about being a me too speaker. Let's do this. Do you ever get the feeling of deja vu? The sense you've already experienced a situation before? I get that sensation when I watch a speech. The first thing our brain does when we hear a speaker is to check our vast resources and think, huh, is this something I've heard before? Is it similar to something else? And then our brain makes a decision. If it's new and novel and interesting, our brain says, hey, let's listen to what this person has to say. If it sounds like something we've heard before, our brain shuts off. So when I'm sitting in a presentation or I'm reading a blog post and all of a sudden I'm thrust into an example of how Apple is the most innovative company in the world or Steve Jobs is the speaker we must emulate or I'm listening to that damn starfish story, you know the starfish story, the I know it made a difference to that one. How about making a difference to me and never telling that story again? And if you haven't heard the starfish story, I'll hook it up for you in the show notes. I tell you it's epic, but I've seen it so many times in a speech, it's not so good anymore. (laughs) So this is the pet peeve that I loathe the most. It's a waste of time to your audience and it's a waste of time to you because when you're a me too speaker, it does nothing to position you as a speaker. It's going to make it harder for you to get paid as a speaker. It's going to make it more difficult to land speaking gigs. So if you only take one thing away from listening to this podcast is this, don't be a me too speaker. A Me Too speaker simply recycles the ideas of others, diligently citing their sources. But what a Me Too speaker doesn't really do is add their own ideas to the conversation. These are the types of presentations that anyone could give. Seriously, I could totally tackle you, steal your microphone, and give the entire speech myself. If it's a me too speech, no one will ever know the difference between me delivering your speech and you delivering your speech. A me too presentation does nothing to position you or your expertise. It does nothing to help you stand out in the sea of other speakers who speak on the exact same topic. You become part of the echo chamber. Your presentation 
is a commodity. A Me Too speech is a wasted opportunity that makes Michelle feel ranty when she sees it. Because remarkable presentations go beyond recycling other people's ideas. Instead, they take those ideas and build upon them. So let's take a lesson from the rule book of improv by adding yes and to the ideas of the great thinkers who came before you. After all, those great thinkers were just yes-anding the ideas of other people that became before them, or combining multiple ideas to make something new. And since we talked about Steve Jobs earlier, I always think of the example of Steve Jobs and the iPhone. Because really, all Steve Jobs did was look at his phone and look at his iPod and think, wow, wouldn't it be great if those things were one device? And a simple idea like that in combining two different ideas into one change the world. So there are no new completely ideas out there, but that doesn't mean you have to fall into the trap of being a Me Too speaker. There's always new combinations, new twists, and a new way to yes and your speech into a noteworthy talk. The next time you're citing a quote of a famous thinker, ask yourself, how can I add to this quotation? What twist can I put on it that extends this idea? And if you want to know exactly how you stand out as a speaker and how to position yourself in a competitive marketplace, I do recommend grabbing a copy of my free tool, The Unfair Speaking Advantage, which you can get at drmichellemazur.com forward slash advantage. It takes you through a process that identifies exactly how you stand out from other speakers. And it ensures that you'll never be a me too speaker and that you'll always have something interesting to say and you'll be able to add to the conversation. So until next time, remember your most rebellious act is being more of who you are.